0: Welcome to the third episode of the Around the CPL podcast, the official podcast of the Coastal Plain League. You want some CPL action? Well, here it is. Take a listen.
1: It's a big hit over the outstretched arms of Max. Coming in to score is Cody Klein, and the Salamanders are going to walk off of this baseball game with a 4-3 win. What a beautiful job by the Manders to come back. To go ahead and he
0: is being swarmed out there at first base. In our game of the week, the Holly Springs Salamanders defeated the Moorhead City Marlins in walk off fashion when shortstop Tyler Smith singled to right field, scoring Dirk Masters in the bottom of the ninth. Now, walk offs are always awesome. But what made this one special is the Marlins scored three runs in their first at bat, but were then shut down by the Salamanders pitching crew. Holly Springs slowly chipped away with runs in the third, fifth, eighth, and ninth innings. But the nail-biting really escalated when the Marlins had the bases loaded with none out in the top of the ninth. In comes Salamanders pitcher Kyle Davis, who struck out three straight Marlins to get out of the jam. And the rest was history. The Marlins, Salamanders, and Swamp Dogs are tied for first place in the East Division at 5-4. This will certainly be a division to keep our eye on. The Coastal Plain League announced today that Thomas Bell of the Peninsula Pilots was named Hitter of the Week, while Jonathan Cole of the Fayetteville Swamp Dogs earned Pitcher of the Week honors for the first week of the CPL regular season. CPL Players of the Week are brought to you by Trackman Baseball, providing players and coaches next-generation analytical data all season long. Thomas Bell, a sophomore at Old Dominion, started the regular season on a tear, batting a league-high 536 across eight games and 28 at-bats for the Pilots. The shortstop was dominant in all phases, scoring a league-leading 11 runs while driving in seven and slugging 786 from 15 total hits, including two doubles, one triple, and one home run. Bell also showed a great eye at the plate, notching six walks to help him to a 649 on-base percentage and one stolen base for the week. On the mound, Jonathan Cole made two appearances across the first 10 days of the season, not allowing an earned run over 13 and two-third innings pitched. The junior from Franklin and Mary's first appearance came on opening night as he went a solid seven scoreless innings while striking out six for the win over the Wilmington Sharks. His second start was even more impressive as he carried a no-hitter, into the 7th inning versus the defending champion Moorhead City Marlins before finishing with 6 and 2 thirds scoreless innings and 4 strikeouts. In total, the right-hander allowed only 3 hits across both appearances for a .73 opponent's batting average and a .59 whip on the week. Make sure you don't miss any of the action all season long as fans can watch every Coastal Plain League game for free on all devices at cplbaseball.com or stream via Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, or Amazon Fire. For the 10th straight season, the Coastal Plain League has partnered up with Baseball America to bring you the Coastal Plain League Corner. During each issue of Baseball America this summer, fans can now keep up to date on some of the key headlines this CPL season has to offer through the CPL Corner. Don't have Baseball America? Then you're missing out. For a special CPL discount, please visit the league website at www.coastalplain.com and click on one of the Baseball America banners to sign up. For the most information on baseball, be sure to visit Baseball America on the web at www.baseballamerica.com. Now, before we jump into today's interview, as many of you know, the MLB draft took place last week. Well, the Coastal Plain League had 92 of its players drafted with Braden Shoemake, a former Savannah Banana, being taken number 21 overall to the Atlanta Braves. This is the type of talent that you'll see in the Coastal Plain League. Now, today I am joined by Director of USA Baseball's Prospect Development Pipeline, Jules Johnson. Now, the PDP partners with the MLB and Summer Leagues like the CPL to help players develop and gain exposure at the big league level. We talked about his role with the PDP, the benefits of partnering with leagues like the CPL, and much more. Let's dive in. What do you do for Prospect Development Pipeline over at Baseball USA? And actually, what does the organization do as a whole? Just let us know a little bit about that.
1: Absolutely. So, USA Baseball is, uh, as a whole, the national governing body for amateur base- amateur baseball in the country. Um, so we govern all those athletes and all those teams who go out and participate in uh, international competition under the Team USA banner, wearing the red, white, and blue. Uh, we have national teams at a few different age groups on the boy side. We have a 12U, 15U, 18U national team, uh, as well as a collegiate national team, and our Olympic team uh, falls underneath our banner as well. Uh, the team that won, obviously, the WBC a few years ago. Uh, All those teams fall under our banner. We also have a women's national team, which is actually women who are playing baseball and competing both nationally and internationally uh, under the Team USA banner as well. So it's a really incredible organization to be a part of. And being able to govern uh, you know again our, our teams who go out and, and try and bring home some gold medals uh, for the organization for the country and uh, being able to uh, really display you know what 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 it means to wear the red, white and blue and what it means to, to play baseball the right way. Uh, as we look at myself and the prospect development pipeline, our program falls under our sport development department at USA Baseball uh, and our focus is really on giving constituents the resources they need. To be successful in the game both on and off the field Uh, and my program specifically with the prospect development pipeline we were created uh, just a few years ago we were officially announced in december 2016 at winter meetings and uh, we started running our first programming early 2017 Uh, but we were essentially created as the official identification and assessment pathway for elite amateur athletes uh, in preparation for the major league baseball draft so our Initial creation centered around running regional events around the country, totally free of charge for athletes to participate. We'd identify top talent in particular regions that we were going to, inviting them out to uh, big league or minor league ballpark in particular regions around the country and put them through really a, a a unique assessment when it comes to an athletic assessment where we're looking at uh, some different things around cognitive speed of processing, power and explosivity, uh, dynamic stability and control and really being able to peel back the layers a bit on them. You know, we we know there are so many elite athletes uh, around the, around this country who are playing this game. And the goal for us was to. Again, peel back the layers just a little bit, uh, identify some areas where they're doing really, really well, and also identify some areas for improvement for them to hopefully optimize themselves uh, when it comes to just athleticism in general. Uh, We're also capturing a ton of the on-field baseball metrics as a part of those activations. So we're able to put together what's happening off the field as an athlete, and also how are they then taking that information, how are we continuing to improve and develop both as a baseball player and also as an athlete to hopefully affect our performance and continue to see guys, um, you know, grow and develop on the field and, and hopefully reach the best versions of themselves.
0: Okay. So it's, it's interesting that, you know, this is something that actually is in its infancy. You said 2016 and, and with the, the draft that's just passed. And you also mentioned about women's baseball. There's a whole lot to unpack there. and, Obviously, you know, I've watched the college, you know, World Series, college softball World Series, all that stuff's going on. Great time to be a baseball fan. So what's been the excitement or the feeling, I guess, in your office, or your organization, as well as getting, you know, women's baseball started? Because there's a big push for that. I think it's absolutely wonderful. So that was kind of a two part question. But how is your program, your company dealing with all of that stuff? It's just a lot.
1: Yeah, it is, and uh, again, it's a, it's a really exciting time to be a part of the organization and our leadership uh, with the direct uh, the, the direction of you know our president Mike Askey and our executive director and CEO Paul Siler really setting the tone for us in terms of the impact that we can have in the marketplace and uh, really continuing to drive the organization uh, with a you know a forward thinking approach and. Um, you know as much as we as much as we love the game and, and we're tuned into what's happening you know on the amateur side the collegiate side again as you mentioned we just got you know got through another draft which was uh incredible and i'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later here uh and some some of the great things that are that are happening on that side of things again it's just it's a really it's a really great time to be a part of our organization and and so many things that that we have going on um you know you referenced our women playing baseball which has been an incredible initiative for us uh you know under direction of our Senior Director of Baseball Operations, Ashley Bratcher, uh, who's done a great job of growing that program and uh, we've been able to incorporate our pdp program and testing uh, you know with those athletes to uh, be able to again even uncover some some great opportunities for 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 those athletes on the player development side and uh continuing to you know help them continue to perform uh, as well as they can on the baseball field and it's really great watching watching those guys get out there and, and compete and uh you know again represent the country very well which is uh what it's about at the end of the day uh you know organizationally and, and specifically through our sport development department uh, the focus is on growing the game and we've got a number of different youth programs and player development initiatives. Uh, we have a robust amount of safety, uh, safety and educational initiatives uh, and resources that we've created. So when you look at providing opportunities for kids to play the game, Uh, creating safe environments for them to play the game through things like our pure baseball initiative. Uh, When we look at, again, educational resources and materials uh, we just recently launched a a partnership with diamond kinetics on the, on the player development side of things, not just for, you know, swing analysis, but also when we look at being able to, you know, create joint content and uh, content that we can get out to you with a focus on again, you know, player development as a whole ways that we can continue to provide resources to our athletes uh, to try and get better, to try and continue performing on the baseball field. Uh, again, we've done a, a really great job. Our sport development team is headed by our chief development officer at USA Baseball, Rick Riccobono. And uh, again, he continues to to push us forward in, in new and exciting directions. And it's uh, it's been an honor to be a part of this team for for a few years. And again, I think the sky's the limit for, for where we can be. You know, we've got a lot of great things that we're doing right now. But, uh, you know, you're going to look back in three, five, ten years and, uh, you know, we we're excited about the impact that we can have—not just today, but but also down the road.
0: Well, as a as a baseball fan, I appreciate all the hard work you're doing, and the and the people and leagues that you are working with. But specifically, you know, this is the Around the CPL Baseball Podcast. So let's touch in a little bit about your relationship with them. What's been the benefits of partnering with summer leagues, and specifically the Coastal Plain League?
1: Absolutely, and we were so incredibly excited to to launch this partnership and and be able to work together now uh, with 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 a great summer league like the Coastal Plain League. Uh, as I referenced earlier, when the PDP was was initially announced, and when we first looked at where can we go and and, and what athletes will we have the opportunity to to work with and provide this great battery of, of resources and and educational materials. Again, our athletic assessment, which we think is second to none um you know in in other sports that are, that are out there around the country and one of the things that continued to, to come up as we were testing primarily, you know, our high school athletes. And again, we were able to work with a few of our different national teams and things like that is, um, you know, we can constantly ask ourselves the question of, you know, what's next. And we've got, you know, all these great resources uh, and this great opportunity to help so many athletes. And it was okay, where else can we go? And, and where else can we have an impact to, to help, to help guys continue to grow and develop and get better. And uh, again, coming out of our first year in, in, in 2017, we were able to test about a, about a thousand athletes, um, you know, across the board. And, you know, we decided that, Hey, look, this is a great opportunity for these guys. Um, but you know, there's more that can be done and there are more guys who are playing the game. And as we looked at, that first group of players that then went either into the draft or, or went to college. Uh, it was, it was sort of a, a natural progression to look at, you know, well, what's going on in, you know, some of the, some of the summer collegiate leagues that are, that are out there on the, around the country. And, um, again, we, we, we were introduced to, to Justin Sellers, uh, you know, with with you guys at the, at the CPL. And, uh, he obviously has a great relationship with Eric Campbell, uh, our, our collegiate national team director. And it was really a natural fit for an organization who, uh, again, is really forward thinking, and I'm sure we may touch on, you know some of the uh, some of the progressive things that you guys are doing, not only with your league, uh, we're gonna be down there at your all star game this year and uh, you know testing your athletes again, which is really exciting for us to be a part of such a great program and uh, such a great event that you guys are gonna be putting on over the course of those few days. Uh, but as we looked at again, where are, the best college players playing baseball. I think the Coastal Plains League was, uh, was, was a great fit for us. As uh, Again, this is one of the top you know premier collegiate summer leagues in the country. And uh, again, Justin uh, did a great job of welcoming us with opening arms. And uh, again, it was really exciting to, to work with him around their, uh, their select team that played our collegiate national team a bit earlier in the summer, uh, being able to activate it at, at your all-star game uh, last summer and again we're incredibly excited to uh to be able to work with uh, with you all again uh this summer as a partnership that will continue to grow hopefully for for years to come.
0: So as you had mentioned about the involvement plan against the CPL Select team, I think it was last year was when the partnership started. And so I believe they've actually put a competitive team on the field to to play the USA baseball team. So how has that been? One for you, watching, you know, as a fan, but also from an organizational standpoint and from your players' standpoint. What do they think of this team? How does it excite them or make them play better? And not only during the the CPL, you know, slick game tour, but also you know, going to the All Star Game and and maybe maybe do any of the USA baseball players maybe come and take a look at that, take a peep at the competition, uh, anything like that?
1: Absolutely. So I you know I think there's a a, a tremendous opportunity. When you look at bringing in, you know, our select teams to go up against our, our collegiate guys and they've seen each other on the diamond, you know, throughout the spring and uh, in previous years. And so anytime you can have an opportunity to uh, know that you're going to get pushed, know that you're going to go up against some of the best guys in the country is great. And as we look at doing the best job that we can to prepare our collegiate national team to go out and perform in some of the international series that we do you know, Okiba, Chinese Taipei and, and and a few and a few others over the over the past few years it's you know where can we go and, and find and find some great competition and uh, you know the old saying iron sharpens iron and i think uh, that's the way we look at the partnership there and uh, again Eric Campbell has done such a great job uh, of preparing our athletes to represent the red white and blue uh, on the collegiate side and and i think it's uh, just a tremendous opportunity to work and compete against and and compete with and learn from uh, again some of the uh, some of the best uh, players in the
0: country Well, what has, what's been your experience so far, like personally, you know, you've shared a little bit about, you know, how it's awesome for the organization for both the CPL and USA baseball, but as a baseball fan yourself, as iron sharpens iron, seeing two teams compete, that know each other so well. And so during the game on the diamond, they're enemies, but off the field, they're like, Hey, you know, what's going on? Let's go, I don't know, get a bite to eat or something like that. So from your perspective, what excites you about this?
1: I, I think it's the opportunity to, as, as you reference, watch watch our guys uh, guys go and compete. And, and anytime we're going to go out and again repre- represent our country, represent you know the, those colors of, of red, white, and blue. It's are we are we as prepared as, as we possibly can be. Uh, and as I'm and as I referenced before, Eric does a great job uh, of preparing our players to go out and and, re- and represent that team and represent our organization. And so as you're watching these guys on the field and you're watching them compete, and uh, again we're going you know toe you know toe for toe and we know that we uh, we we get we get everybody's you know best punch and 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 right and rightfully so you know in the situation that we sit in and uh, the caliber of athletes that we're able to bring into the organization and and the opportunity to uh, to work with those guys. So when we look at you know when we look at those guys and some of the some of the athletic assessments, as we look at some of the data that we're able to capture as a part of those activations and ways that we can utilize that data, sending it back to the player and uh, and watching them grow and, and, and perform better and and use that information to become a better athlete. You can really see the benefits of that on the field and you can see the way these guys compete uh, and the way they're, again, year, year on year, you know, putting putting on a better performance and uh, again, constantly looking to, to be, the be the best versions of themselves. And, uh, you know, I think having an opportunity to have those guys uh compete you know we're, we're all we're all baseball fans you know that's why we're here and and that's why you know we we love we love this game and uh we want to see it grow and we want to see it continue to thrive and i think you know having opportunities for as you mentioned you know the the the, co- the coastal plain you know select team coming up and and competing with our guys it's just it's another great example of ways that we that we can come together and continue to uh you know promote the sport and 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 the and the health of it and uh, watching, you know, some of the best guys in the country compete against each other, and again, for me personally, I love sitting back and I, lo- I love watching great baseball. I, re- I really do. And uh, you know, when you when you look at these two, you know, these two teams to to play on the field, um, you know, win or, win or lose, good or bad, you know, you're always going to be in for a show. You're always going to be in for a great baseball experience, and to uh, to push each other to to be better in, in a number of different ways.
0: Now, for those listening to this podcast, I usually well, the the front office at. Uh, the CPL, will send us some questions, some talking points uh, to go off of so no one is surprised. So I'm going to throw Jules here a little curveball, but I know he can he can handle it. You had mentioned earlier in the interview about technology and using different uh, data points and statistics to help with the development of these teams and, and these players. So with the CPL, they're actually integrating uh, TrackMan, and in, I think they're starting off around nine teams this year, and it's going to grow from that. So... How does this benefit, and it seems pretty obvious, but how does this benefit what you guys are doing in your partnership with the Coastal Plain League?
1: Anytime you have an opportunity to provide your athletes with information and data on their performance, uh, again, whether it's in an athletic assessment environment or whether it's physically what's happening on the field, you have an opportunity to to grow and, and help that player get better. Um, you know, a lot of the of uh, the the attention to detail is incredibly important, and as we've looked at, you know, our activation with your group last summer and uh, a few different environments, and again, what we're excited to be able to work with them again for for this summer, I think it's taking advantage of you know the the data and the science of it all to really have really have an impact on 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 what our player experiences are like, uh, and again, it's taking that word, you know, develop the development as an example. And, you know, it's, it's a, bu- it's a buzzword nowadays, you hear it all the time, but we want it to be more than just that. We want there to be substance behind that word and actually helping our players uh, improve and, and get better. And not just what happens on the baseball field. You know, a lot of these things we're talking about are, are opportunities to, to become better, um, you know, better young men and smarter. And we're talking about different, you know, life goals and, and, and things that help, when look when you look at your reaction times and reaction speeds and making quick decisions, you know that's not just about being on a baseball field. You know there's things you need to do on on a, on a daily basis. And so uh, again, using using the data to uh, give it back to the athlete to give them an opportunity to see how they're performing. And as I referenced earlier, when we see an imbalance, you know, in a, in, a, in a particular test, when we see an asymmetry or when we see uh, an area for improvement. Essentially, what we're doing is unlocking potential in that athlete. These guys are these guys are elite. They wouldn't be, you know, they wouldn't be in the positions that they're in to compete if they weren't, uh, you know, some of the best guys in in, in the country and, and in the world in some respects. And so, when we look at you know finding areas for improvement when they're already operating at such a high and such an elite level, again, we're we're just un- we're unlocking potential and creating additional opportunities uh, for them to. Become better, better versions of themselves. You know, we use the term "optimized" quite often uh, in the PDP program. It's about optimizing themselves. It's about becoming the best version, uh, you know, of that player that they can be. And again, when you have the right, when you have the right people, and and you have Justin, you know, creating opportunities like this for for the league to be able to not only extract that data and not for it to be sit there to be analyzed, uh, but when we can make that data actionable the way we do uh, with our PDP assessments and again, giving the information back back to the athlete. It's hey, look, this is where you are. This is hopefully where we hope you can get to. And these are some of the steps, uh, you know, and some of the ways that, that you that you can get there, uh, you know, by way of analyzing the information and, and identifying some of those uh, points of interest in, in ways that we can improve and get a little bit better. And again, we start just taking that term development and, and really, really making it actionable and really giving the athlete an opportunity to uh, to, to improve.
0: Well, I'm curious. What do the players think when you maybe sit down or you send them an assessment of, you know, here are some things that we need to work on. These are some some items that, you know, let's let's hone in more on these. Whereas over here, you know, keep getting stronger. How is it received as far as how teachable they are when this assessment is looking them in the face?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we so we send out each athlete who goes through. Uh, the PDP program, again, whether it's a high school athlete, collegiate athlete, national team athlete. Um, we send them out a fully custom uh, digital footbook that contains all their, again all their information. Ah, uh, from the assessment, and you know, from an athlete perspective, I think the first thing we always get is wow, because they get access and, you know, and they're getting uh, introduced to uh, equipment and technology that you know they've never seen before. And so typically, it's you know, wow, this is you know, this is really incredible and really cool. Uh, there's a there's a bevy of information that's included within that report. Uh, again, on, on the athlete, both on the baseball side, you know, we're able to capture. Uh, you know, a lot of the on-field baseball metrics, when we look at, you know, taking a BP and getting, you know, getting things like our launch angles and our barrel speeds and, uh, you know, exit velos and those types of things, you know, being able to capture data on our pitchers, you know, spin rates and velocities and, you know, break, you know, break metrics and extension and those some of those things that are important as you look at, you know, directly what's happening on the field. Uh, but I think. As an athlete, when you get this information back, again, a lot of the feedback that we get is, "Wow, you know, this is incredible." Uh, you, you know, I had no idea that you guys could capture this kind of information. And uh, again, you know, the wheels start turning on all the different ways that we can that we can make that information actionable. You know, I think it's really important to call out that one of the pillars of the program, and and especially any assessment that we do, is that everything is objective. Being able to remove the you know the personal element of again, you know, subjectivity. It's, "Hey, look, this is what the data says, and this is and this is where." you're at. Uh, and again, here are some areas where where we can improve and 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 ho- and hopefully get better. And uh, I think, you know, from an athlete's perspective, I can tell you I wish I had access to, to this information when, when I when I was coming up in the game, there's no doubt about it. I think, you know, there's a ton of coaches and scouts that we talk to you that feel the same way. Uh, and again for for the athletes that, that are that are going through the program that are uh you know g- being exposed to again some of the different bits of technology that we have, it's really uh an opportunity that they otherwise may you know may never have. Uh, and those guys who are really dedicated to themselves and dedicated to uh, you know handling themselves in a in a professional manner and uh, you know trying to accomplish a goal of uh, you know playing in the big league someday uh, you know where do we go from here and, and I think they're they're really excited about all the information we're able to provide.
0: Well, I think we're seeing that even this year in the MLB with a lot of these younger players coming up and being successful immediately because they have some of these tools. They have this technology that has come up and gotten more and more popular. You think about your name, Prospect. So anyone who wants to play baseball at the major league level development, how they can improve and pipeline is just a matter of streamlining all that data into a quick summary so they can improve. And I think we're seeing a lot of the product this year already in baseball. A lot of these players that have been drafted this year came from the CPL. So with With all that, in a nutshell, what is your take on the talent level that you and others have seen so far, not just in in watching the sport or watching the CPL, but in looking at the data and putting you know two and two together?
1: I think it I think it stands to reason that, again, the CPL has uh, has identified itself as as one as one of the top. Destinations for collegiate baseball players, you know, when they're looking at, hey, I'm, i I want to go play summer ball. Uh, you know, when we look at when we look at the data and the measurables, and when we look at the product that you put out on the field, you look at the different schools and, and conferences that are represented, you know, by your teams. Uh, it's clear that it's clear that those players stack, stack up with anybody. And when we decided to uh, you know to reach out to some collegiate summer leagues and uh, go down that road of uh, of working together and trying to find opportunities to work with their athletes and, and, help, uh, help their athletes get better. Uh, again, uh, the CPL w- was very highly targeted on our list. You know, we're very particular about what organizations, you know, we work with. And, um, it, again, it's been just such a great opportunity to, uh, to, 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 work, to work with the CPL athletes, you know, last year. And, uh, you know, those guys stack up with, again, the, 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 be- the best guys around the country. And, um, We were fortunate, uh, you know, coming out of the draft, you know, this year, uh, we had, you know, almost 31% of the guys who were drafted this year, you know, had some touch point with the PDP, uh, whether it be high school guys or. Believe you guys, and I think that's a direct reflection of, of again partnerships like this, uh, and being able to to have access and exposure with uh, the best that your league has to offer, and uh, really being able to say that you know the Coastal Plain League is one of our uh, you know favorite groups to work with uh, in terms of the the operation, in terms of their focus on being forward thinking and trying new things, and uh, really putting player development at the forefront of of your of your program. Players want to play in in the, in the CPL, and uh, again, it, it's exciting to uh, continue to work with you guys. And and provide additional opportunities for us to continue to help your players try to achieve those goals, and, and that's a that's the um you know the important thing at the end of the day.
0: Well, I'm sure also being in the same state helps that partnership as well. So yeah, uh, USC USC baseballs in Cary, uh, the headquarters for the Coastal Plain League is in Holly Springs. Maybe not even 30 minutes separate them. So uh, that's an awesome uh, you know it's a blessing to have an in-state uh, partnership as well. Makes things go smoothly. So uh, benefits for for both involved. So. Explain to me real quick, as we're beginning to wrap up, how does the PTP, nope, that's the wrong wrong acronym, how does the PDP help players gain exposure from MLB clubs and ultimately get drafted? We just talked about the draft that just occurred. How does that process play out?
1: The foundation that we've laid over the course of the past few years in being able to, again, present the young community with objective data on, on our athletes as they're going through uh, all the different programs that we work with, be it, again, our our high school guys or or some of our co- our collegiate summer league players as well. And really when it comes down to exposure in terms of, you know, scouting community access and when they're, you know, when they know the PDP is, show, is showing up at a particular event or working with a particular group, you know, they know that again, those are going to be high level, high level athletes who have an opportunity to be evaluated for consideration for, you know, for the upcoming year, the, you know, that upcoming year's draft. And I think as we look at, you know, working with, uh, with within the commissioner's office and being able to put together so many different programs and uh, being able to work with so many great organizations like the CPL, uh, it goes to show that, you know, year, year in and year out, um, more and more players who come through the PDP program uh, end up getting their name their name called on, on draft day, and that's a that's a testament to uh, the player's hard you know hard work. It's a testament to the player's dedication uh, to themselves and their bodies and, and their performance uh, and, and what they're doing on the field. Um, but I think. You know our PDP program uh, continues to to push forward in a lot of different areas to uh, create. You know show value within the scouting community on these are the these are the best players in the country and this is where you guys should be focused. And uh, again, all thirty clubs continue to be great partners um, with with uh, with the PDP program and and identifying and understanding that when it comes to looking for the best guys when it comes to how are we evaluating those players. Uh, and as we look at ways that we can continue to, uh, grow the, grow the game and get more, get more eyeballs on the game and, and continue to be a pillar for, uh, for excellence in that space. I think it's, um, a lot of, a lot of hard work, uh, a lot of long nights, a lot of travel. And you, you know, you reference, yeah, it's, it's great having, uh, league, we- Quarter so close to us, but being able to travel out to, to different areas and opportunities of the country um, again to find great athletes, having so many great athletes uh, there in the in the in the, Carol- in the Carolinas region, and uh, you know in Georgia and different things like that. Uh, again, it's just we we sit at a very unique place, but we sit uh, in, in a very in a very humble place to have the opportunity to uh, present these out. Opportunities to so many great athletes, and to work with so many great organizations uh, like the CPL. Uh, being able to work again uh, by an extension with Major League Baseball, and uh, again, really just trying to continue to put great products on the field, uh, helping prepare our players for for what for what that experience is going to be like, and again, providing the tools and, and some of those resources uh, in ways that they continue to to chase that goal and to uh, try and become the best versions of themselves to uh, to ultimately hear their name on draft day. Uh, and then, you know, become a big weaker someday.
0: Well, Jules, I appreciate the time that you've taken to walk us through the prospect development pipelines, you know, involvement and partnership with CPL and even other summer leagues and their connection with MLB and helping them improve and get to where they want to get to. So in closing, I want to give you the opportunity to talk about anything else that you want to talk about the PDP and what it's doing right now, anything up and coming.
1: Sure, absolutely. And again, I, I sincerely... Uh, appreciate just this time and opportunity to speak with you, Brian. And uh, again, you guys are doing such a great job. Uh, where, you know, with the CPL and um, you know being able to provide an opportunity for your listeners to uh, you know again peel back the curtains in some areas and be able to hear just a little bit more about what's going on in the sport is incredible. So I really appreciate you, you giving me this opportunity to speak with you here today. Uh, I think as, as we, as we continue to talk about not only what's going on in the, in the amateur space, but uh, and not just the PDP and USA baseball, but, but the game in general, you know, we continue to be committed to, to grow, to growing the game and having and allowing um, youth athletes, you know, the best experiences that we possibly can uh, when they, when they do touch the sport. And I think it's important to, you know, to call out the fact that uh, we continue to to grow in in a number of different ways with our different educational programings that we're doing, um, and uh, and just finding ways to to really help the game uh, be be in a healthy place and, and continue to grow. Uh, one of the most exciting things we have going this summer on the PDPs front uh, as we go back to to the high school side. So I'm sure you'll see uh, a number of these guys w- within your league here within the next couple of years. Uh, but we just launched the the PDP league uh, that's going to go on for the first time ever here in a few weeks down at the IMG Academy in Brains Florida. Uh, we're bringing down 80 of the top uh, class of 2020 high school prospects uh, in for a 23-day development experience, focused on you know what these guys are uh, going to be going to have access to, and uh, working with uh, former World Series MVPs and NCAA national championship coaches, former big leaguers, uh, former All-Americans, and, and really providing them with uh, an incredible opportunity to learn. From some of the best that the sport has to offer, uh, they're going to be able to go through some competitive gameplay, uh, individual training, and character building sessions. Uh, who they are as young men off the field as well is an incredibly important thing to us. Um, and those athletes uh, are going to be evaluated to have an opportunity uh, to play in the first ever high school uh, high school All Star prospects game as a part of Major League Baseball's All-Star festivities up in Cleveland at Progressive Field uh, this upcoming July. And then some of the best performers are going to be able to go out to uh, our national team trials later in the year and have an opportunity to represent team, our Team USA 18U national team uh, in international competition out in South Korea. And uh, again, we're, we're, we're certain that you're going to see a number of these players coming through uh, coming through the CPL here uh, in a few years as they continue on, continue on their track. So, uh, it's an exciting time to be a part of the organization. it's uh, I'm incredibly humbled to uh, to represent this program and uh, to continue to work with with rick and and paul and and, and others uh, in our office who continue to uh, to look at ways that, again, we can be the best versions of uh, of the program and offering that we have to uh, to help out a- to help athletes all, all around the country.
0: Well, I absolutely love what you're doing from the high school level to uh, the collegiate level summer ball. Uh, Minor leagues and then major leagues, it's, you know, covering the whole entire spectrum. There we go. Covering the whole entire spectrum of baseball. And as we're seeing a certain generation or certain group of major league baseball players that are kind of being phased out, I think some of the last ones are like your Albert Pujols and a couple others that they don't have much time left, and we we want to replace them with awesome players that we're starting to see. So I think the future is bright for baseball at every level. It's exciting. I know you guys are exciting because you get to be right there as it launches, getting to see, like you said, behind the curtain. So, Jules, I appreciate you taking the time out to chat with me. And, again, have an awesome year if I don't speak to you again or, or see you on the ball field or anywhere like that. But, again, I, I appreciate your time, man.
1: I'm sure our paths will cross sooner rather than later, Brian. Uh, I thank you so much for the, for this opportunity to speak with you today. Uh, we're excited where we're heading. And uh, again, we wish you guys a, a continued great summer. And again, we'll see you here. Uh, we'll see you at the All-Star game and uh, going forward from there. But uh, you guys are doing a great job. And uh, again, thank you so much for the opportunity today.
0: What a fun conversation with Jules Johnson about player development from high school, as he mentioned towards the end of the podcast, all the way up through college and with USA Baseball. And it's awesome to hear how impressed he is with the talent of the Coastal Plain League. This goes to show that the CPL is one of the premier summer leagues in the nation. Hopefully you enjoyed this conversation with Jules Johnson just as much as I did and make sure every Monday you listen to around the CPL hosted by Aaron Summers released on all of our social media and coastalplain.com. So you get Aaron on Monday, you get myself on Wednesday. It's like a little sandwich, an ice cream sandwich. They're awesome. Great for the summertime. Do you want the latest news and updates on the coastal plain league, its teams and players? If so, please visit the league website at coastalplain.com. Also, be sure to friend us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash league and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at CPL Baseball. Talk to you next week. I'm out.